For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Good. The crack is 90. The crack is 90. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Have you not heard this uh, Irish phrase, the crack is 90? No, I have not. I'm, I don't have a lot of Irish in me, in fact. All right. None. Neither do I. I've just been there. But <laughs> <laughs> the crack is like good vibes, like how's it going? And okay. 90 is like the best the crack can be. There's a song about it. It's called the, like, the crack is 90 in the Isle of Man classic irish drinking song saint patrick's all right. day all but right the crack is 90 it's a phenomenal time we're here recording the podcast yeah i mean chelsea and bayern munich just won and advanced in the champions league i'm riding on cloud nine there you go don't dude i how are you today i'm good i'm good you know i wasn't doing you know the uh day drinking thing or anything today yeah um i mean i do that every day of the year anyway uh but no no today just pretty chill uh, we did get some nice weather here, though, uh, up, you know, um, in our neck of the woods, Michigan, yeah, or Ontario. Did. Pretty nice for the the people that want to celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day, hopefully safely. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, social distanced and with a designated driver. Of course. Yes, yes. Or, I wonder or how... Uber, however you go about it. Yes. Just get home safe. Yes. Hopefully everybody's doing well, whether you are still hungover from St. Patrick's Day on Friday listening to this podcast or um, maybe uh, maybe you're here on Twitch with us. Hello, Twitch maybe. people. What's up? What's up? So, Mike, you have been preparing for this week. I saw your um, Instagram oh, yeah. posts of various era merch. 
Oh yeah. I, I don't want to spoil your number one, but I I think it's no secret you're very excited about this release. I mean, I don't think it's any secret at all uh, what release we're most excited for <laughs> this week. Um, for those just listening on the podcast, this is a visual joke. I'm wearing an era shirt. Yes, you are. That's a cool it, shirt. Actually. It is time. <laughs> yeah. We're going to discuss this a bit later, though. I'm surprised you're not peeling do. off like every five minutes a different shirt with another era a shirt. A different underneath. era shirt? Oh, that would be phenomenal. Yes. I mean, I've been... I would if I wasn't wearing an era shirt every day this week. So I love it. I love it. No, we, we had, um, yeah, we got a big week this week. Lots to talk about. Massive. And uh, last week was also a pretty cool week, too. Lots of variety. It and was. Um, what did you get a chance to check out of the new records? So I think we should talk about our my number one from last week. Yeah. Uh, First and Forever, that new EP. I had heard it leading up to the week. You had not heard the full thing yet. Yep. What did you end up thinking? Uh, I love it. I think Agreed. it's cool because it's really it kind of it's kind of like throwback pop punk a little bit mm-hmm. to me. Like not throwback like Green Day throwback or anything, but like it reminds me of like 2010s is the vibe I get. Like almost yeah. sleeping with sirens pop punk. Yeah, kind of. I, I was getting like um obviously like there's a Fallout Boy influence there. Um, even like cartel a little yeah, bit, definitely. like that kind of stuff, which mm-hmm. I like because I feel like a lot of the, uh, you know, pop punk bands that are doing great things, uh, right now, like something like point North, like I yeah, really I, like that very band, similar to that, but they're bringing in more modern elements, you know, mm-hmm. with like m- maybe more pop orient, uh, oriented stuff. So I like that this is kind of like Rocky raw. Yeah, it- uh, I really thinking really like about it. it. It almost reminds me of like a like maybe 2005 to 2010 all time low as well. Yeah, that's like, that's a perfect example right of what I was there. trying to was what I was trying to explain. And I really like that about it. It's it's a it's an EP that it it's it's rocking. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't let it's up short. too much, but there's a few moments that I like that they back off the gas a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's a solid solid release, and I think this is going to be a band. They're probably going to get signed. They're probably going to put out uh, a full-length record on a Very big label. Soon, I hope. I th- I think so. I think it's going to happen in in the next uh, within the next let's say year, uh, eighteen oh, yeah. months. We're going to be hearing a lot about First and Forever. Oh yeah, and I'm excited. I mean, this is a band that if Warp Tour was still a thing, they would be playing the Ernie Ball stage this year, and they would get asked back the next year yep. to play. I wouldn't say one of the main stages, but like uh, kind of those like medium stages. The journey stage or whatever. Yeah, journey. You know, uh, (laughs) exactly. The names changed every year. Yeah, they they did. Oh, yeah. The journey at the end of it, the journey stage. Journey was was the the main main stage. It ended up being the main stage. There was Mm -hmm. a point. There was a point when it wasn't. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. I thinking about all those different Warp Tour eras and like I remember we played on the our big break was when we got to play on the Maurice stage and mm-hmm. and they just, at that point they just named the stages after the name of the stage manager. <laughs> That's what they did. And then they were like, wait, we can make money. Like we can, we can have the, Col- the Kia soul and the Kia Forte stage. Let's those were the do that. stages, right? No, no those, were, those were the main stages uh, in 2013. That's they, right. That was right when I was starting to go. And they had to, 
they rigged up the cars every day. So they had a Kia mm-hmm. Soul and a Kia Forte, and they like put them on this stand. I used to watch them every morning, like lift it. And I remember talking to the guy. He'd be like, one of these days we will drop a car. It's going to happen. <laughs> Did it ever happen though? It never happened, but I, wow. they were, everyone was convinced they had to put like, the, they had to lift this car and put these tiny wheels on this tiny platform. And it was like, <laughs> was, yeah. was there like a betting going on? I feel like that's the kind of thing. Like you get a Deadpool for like how long the cars last. And like, <laughs> The Kia Forte has one. The Kia Soul has one. Which one goes first? I just always wonder about, so what do you think happened to those cars? Like someone eventually bought those cars. Like they didn't just, Mm -hmm. you know. I actually know what happens to these cars, at least slightly. Uh, They're actually used as quote unquote like show vehicles. They're the same vehicles that get sent to like auto shows and things like that. And most of the time the manufacturer like lends them out to events like this. They come back to the manufacturer, they get touched up and they go out to another event. Their sole purpose is for stuff like that. That sounds like a fun life for a car. Like if I was a car, Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd be down to do that. Be like a supermodel lifestyle. You get to see the world. Yeah. Much more than most cars do. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, what else from last week, Mike, to uh, to touch on? So from last week, we got to talk about it because I was absolutely blown away by this album. I've been listening to it nonstop. I think I put it on like four or five times so far. We got to talk about that new Rob Zombie. Oh, I had I didn't check it out. That's the oh that's the God. one on the uh, well two on the list of five that I that I missed. And I've been I've been meaning to get to it. The lunar injection Kool Aid Eclipse conspiracy. I think it is a return to classic Rob Zombie, if not Sweet. better. Sweet. He does like a rockabilly country bluegrass song that's just phenomenal. He does a song called, uh, what is it? Smoke, Grass, Get Ass or something like that. And it's literally, it's what I imagine like goth strippers dancing to for the next 20 years. <laughs> like, perfect. Like, it's, it's, uh, smoke grass shake ass or something like that and it's just got this like vibey like smoke your grass your grass shake your ass your ass it's oh like, man it's this is great okay no this is great it's, i i remember when i saw rob zombie whenever it was two summers ago mm-hmm. he was just like between songs he's just talking he was like yeah chicks or something like just like literally <laughs> and everyone's like yeah and then he just said he said something like yeah I get to fuck the pretty ones. <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, okay, man. Hey, uh, whatever. So, yes, I, I feel like um, smoke grass shake ass is very on brand. Oh, yeah. And I mean, overall, the album's just fun. Like, if you're going into it and you're expecting, like, oh, this is like a super progress, like, if you're expecting, like, tool and like some advanced music theory and stuff like that, please don't go looking for this album. But if you just want something fun to, uh, like shake your ass too. Like this is what this album is. It's fun horror rock. There you I go. Love it. There you go. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I mean not overly. I I uh, I did listen to the I Hate God record. Yeah. Which I thought was. I don't want to say I was disappointed because I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, but remember that modern production I was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's not there. No, this, this sounds like it could have come out 25 years ago. For sure, it does. And after I kind of got over that first couple songs, I was like, OK, like mm-hmm. I, I kind of dig 
I'm kind of okay with that. Like maybe I don't want I Hate God to put out a super polished, clean sounding record after all. Yeah. So overall, I was happy with the record. I'm not sure if I'm going to be listening to it every week for the rest of my life or anything, but, no. um, but yeah, I, I just, that's the only thing like really from last week mm-hmm. that I thought I should mention. Yeah. Like what I took away from that record, I was just kind of, this sounds like if somebody had said this record came out, like you said, 20, 25 years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, I, I get that. And I'm honestly just happy that the guys are back making good music again. And Absolutely. I mean, it's sludge. You don't expect much. Absolutely. Awesome. Right. Cool. Well, we got a big week. Should we get to it? Yeah, I think we should. We're going to take a lot of time this week. I am excited to talk about lots of stuff. So we are oh, going to we're going to jump in right now. Uh, the top five most anticipated albums of the week, starting out with number five. So number five, we've got an EP solo project from probably one of the most eh, one of the most outspoken singers in the entire metal community. Um, no, Corey Taylor isn't putting out new music, but I mean, pretty close. Uh, we've got the new EP from Serge Tonkin. I never f- remember how to say his last name. I always said Tankian, but I, I don't know if Tankian. that's right. Um, Tankian. But this is the this is the lead singer frontman of System of a Down, if people yep. somehow don't know that. And yeah, he's done some solo stuff before. He's done solo tours mm-hmm. before. I've seen him at festivals performing so this isn't like a brand he, new thing. But, he did an album with Buckethead. Okay. Somehow Buckethead always comes up on this show. Um, we, we love Buckethead here around, around here. How could you not? Um, yeah, Serge is... How can you like fill that much downtime as such a talented musician as he is? Because obviously everybody knows System of a Down has been very sporadically active throughout the last 20 years, I would say now. Yeah. And... I mean, someone he is talented and is with as much to say as he does. It's very important, I think, that he stays active and does solo work. Uh, I listened to the single um, Elasticity off this. The EP is also called Elasticity. Elasticity of our city. Sorry, go on. But, uh, I mean, it sounds like Surge. It sounds like, I'm not going to say it sounds like System of a Down, like it's missing that kind of like funky flair that they do. Mm -hmm. But it's Surge's voice he can't really change it that much. He's got that iconic style. And I mean, I think if you have been a long time system of a down fan, you're really going to like the CP. Yeah, no. And I'm, I'm just scrolling through his Spotify page. <laughs> There's actually a lot of music on yeah. here. Uh, he is prolific and pretty big numbers too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean this, this guy, you know, obviously like system of a down has always been super political and extremely there's al- there's always been that element to it and i don't think that he ever yeah he doesn't really take a day off right so this is uh probably pretty important if you've been taking any attention to uh paying any attention to the world over the last mm-hmm. <laughs> year or four years whatever you want to say <laughs> uh, i think that this is a, a good place to start especially like being from lebanon and Beirut specifically like his hometown his home country is just so torn right now that it's honestly i'm surprised he is putting out music i thought they were armenian he the the band is but he's from Le- oh, um, oh okay Beirut, lebanon i think okay at least that's what wikipedia said when i looked it up earlier it's, today you're so. probably right but I, I i don't know um i do i do uh i do like this pick mike and i think it's important mm-hmm. to shed some light on this and yeah is, is system of a down they're they're like back though aren't they 
kind of they put out like two singles and they like benefited uh some war causes and things like that i believe i'm not sure i can't recall exactly what they benefited but um i don't know they it's so much turmoil right because they said like yeah we put out these two new songs but we don't think we're going to tour because surge and i think the drummer have very very opposing political beliefs yeah. and things like that and like, yeah there's just some bad blood there and like maybe they'll play some like big festivals and they'll have separate dressing rooms and it'll all be okay for an hour and a half set. But it is, I mean, yeah, that is strange. I remember seeing that and it was kind of like, I think it was sort of like, well, we'll just agree to disagree. And it's like, but it, you're supposed to move it down. Like this is really yeah. important to obviously you guys, but the your motif fans of too. the band is politics. Yeah. Like I know I, I struggle to say a more political band, except maybe like Rage Against the Machine. Like, yeah. there's definitely not one newer in our scene, except for maybe like a Stick to Your Guns or Stray from the Path. Like, yeah. there's not very much uh, to compare them to. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I well, let's, let's leave it. Let's leave it at that. We got four more. Yep. Yeah, we do. All right, number four. Number four. I heard this album today. We've got a space black metal project coming out of Seattle, Washington, called oh. Mare Cognitum. That's M-A-R-E space C-O-G-N-I-T-U-M. And they've got their new album, Solar Paroxysm. Okay. I heard this album. It premiered today on YouTube. So I took a little peek. I normally don't, but um, all of the singles have been released on Bandcamp and I haven't been able to buy them yet. So um, got a little teaser and got in. Album's five tracks long. Uh Uh-huh. Album's an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it's a really good vibe. Um, I didn't feel bored at all during that hour. Uh, there's a lot of fun riffage, and almost every song is kind of broken up into parts, it seemed, that very theatrically played well with each other. Um, being space-themed, being black metal, it's obviously a concept album. I haven't had time with one listen to kind of dive in and get the full concept or scope of what we're going for. But it was a really fun listen, and if you're into super technical guitar work and, uh, I mean, black metal in general and stuff about space, I think you're really going to like this. And it's also a solo project, which is super cool. Okay. Yeah, I know nothing about this artist. I have never heard mm-hmm. of it before. Uh, so I'm anybody listening to this or watching this on Twitch, I am. I know as much about this as you do, probably. Uh, yeah, this band has 6,700 monthly listeners, so they are still... Uh, growing and yeah i'm just looking at their last record which looks like it came out in 2020 wanderers astrology of the nine looks like it's every um every songs one about each planet yes exactly well there's two about pluto actually there's a part one and part Mm. two uh, is Pluto a planet? Jury is still out on that one, but uh, I mean Mare, they keep going back and forth now. Mare Cognitum not only says it's a planet, but they that Pluto needs two tracks, uh, totaling twenty three and a half minutes long of music. <laughs> that album was really long. I think it's like two and a half hours or something like that. But it was good. <laughs> yeah, it, it is crazy long. I mean, the shortest song is. Um, Mercury, which uh, is smallest planet, shortest song. I see what they did mm-hmm. there, clocking it at eight and a half minutes. Uh, so Crazy. yeah, this there's a lot to digest here. Mm-hmm. What else can you tell us about the sound of this I mean, band? So this band is really interesting because they do something that I kind of appreciate, where 
they're very atmospheric. And most of the time when you think of an atmospheric band, you think of kind of like slow drudging riffs and slow guitar. This is not. They are able to build an atmosphere with speed. And I think that's something that's very impressive, especially when you take in such a large looming concept like space, right? They're able to <laughs> right. kind of use speed to their advantage and show rather than through slow method, like what's the way I want to think of this? Um, whereas most bands kind of take things slow and make you feel um, small and like the universe is taking so long to move around you. Right. Mericognitum is moving quickly and showing you how much is really going on around you that kind of makes you feel insignificant in a different way, which I think is a great atmospheric approach to kind of like space metal that a lot of people don't take. Okay. All right. Mare Cognitum uh, with awesome number band. four. Okay. Moving on. All right. We're getting into it now. We got three albums that could all be number one this week. Um, They're all very important releases, and I think everybody should check out these three records this week or you're going to be missing out on quality content. But first off, from Marseille, France, we've got the new album Lost in the Waves by Landmarks. Yes. With a V. Yes. Are you familiar with this band? I assume you are. I, I am. I uh, I really like this band. I feel like it's they do such a nice mix of pretty hard metalcore. You mm-hmm. know, like they've got double kick and it's like pretty fast and technical, but then they have some like really banging choruses. Yeah. That they bring like really, really cool, catchy pop elements into it. I feel like trying to combine those styles in bands sometimes doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh the way or at least the way that you might it might work in theory. They kind of work it out. Like it, it's yeah. it, it, I what I just explained, they do it justice. Mm-hmm. And I really agree with you. I think this band takes uh kind of to look at some larger bands. I think they take the kind of heavy, almost hardcore metalcore elements from like a knocked loose and mix them very well with the uh, bang on choruses and the really fun riff writing of a band like Polaris. And I think they meld those two really well together. Uh, The songwriting that these guys managed to put together, it's fast and it hits heavy and it's going to be real fun to mosh to when we can again. But it's also deep and emotional Mm -hmm. and they've got a lot of really strong messages throughout this entire album that I'm really excited to see how they come together based on the singles. Uh, This record was supposed to come out about a month ago, uh, the same day as the Architects release, actually, but it ended up getting pushed back because they wanted to supply physical releases with the uh, album dropping itself. And they gave us another single because of it, so we didn't have to wait kind of empty-handed. But overall, I'm just really excited to hear this album. Like, There's so many good things that I can say about this band that I feel like I'm going to start drowning out. Uh, what is important about this band is the message and kind of stylistically, I think this band is going to bring a lot to the scene. Well, there's not a lot of bands from France in this scene no. at all. Uh, you brought up, um, uh, well, novelists, right? We talked about novelists yep. just last week. Yep. They had a new single. And, it was very and, good. Yeah. And then of course, uh, one of your favorites. Chunk No Captain Uh Yeah. You know, obviously these three bands are all very different, but, mm-hmm. you know, for, for a country like France that has, uh, I mean, it's a big population. Yeah. You don't get a lot of rock, big rock bands uh, or, or mm-hmm. especially, you know, 
punk scene bands at all coming out of France. So whenever one comes out, they tend to be really good for some reason. Yeah. So this is cool. I'm. That's something I haven't really thought about because, I mean, I guess there are so few bands from France that I just haven't put it together. But every band from France that I'm aware of is quality. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, my, well, I have family in France, actually. I don't know if a mm-hmm. lot of people know that. Um, my father's sister moved to France to teach English English when she was like 18 or something. You know, this is literally... That's cool. This is like literally in the 1950s. Uh, and started a family over there. And I have two cousins. And one mm-hmm. of my cousins was in a rock band in France. They were called Hot Dog Addict. That uh, sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't like, know if it's the best name ever. That's um, that's a kind of band I want to check out because of the name, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I got the CD kicking around somewhere, but you know, he he would say like every pretty much everything in France is like electronic music driven. Mm-hmm. You know, like you think of Daft Punk, that yep. is the kind of stuff that that is tends to be prevalent in france and you know the raw rock bands are mm-hmm. just are just not you know it's just not as big there yeah like when i think of france and like the music scene i kind of almost and just because of the french culture i guess maybe i think of kind of almost like the more glamorous nightclubs where they've got the nice candelabras and the um chandeliers is what the word i was going for and like it's very ritzy very high end and they've got kind of like electronic dance music i don't think of kind of like the grungy basement punk bar no no Which, i mean it, i'm sure they exist oh don't get me wrong oh 100 they definitely do exist but it, it just maybe it just doesn't make it out of france the same way mm-hmm. um but yeah i can i'm sure if, if i like really started thinking about it i could i could name a half dozen you know punk bands that came out of france but like it's it isn't the same as thinking of punk bands that came out of Sweden, Germany, Germany or Sweden or, you know, yeah. or the UK, of course, especially. So, mm-hmm. um, so cool. I love this pick, Mike. I love this band. I think they're underrated. And, uh, I think that this could be the record that, you know, gets them to that again, to that next level. Yeah. And I mean, sophomore album. Yeah. Very important album. Yep. Um, kind of make or break. So I think it's going to be a banger and I think it's going to make. Let's go. Landmarks. Love it. Number three. All right. Number two. Yep. We've talked about this band. If you keep track of releases even slightly closely like me, uh, you know that we've got the new album from Los Angeles pop punk band Rivals coming out. Album's called Sad Looks Pretty on Me. I normally keep show notes and I put some thoughts. Uh, I did it a little quickly this week and for thoughts, I literally just wrote bangers. So let's talk (laughs) about that. (laughs) Uh, Every single so far has just been a banger. Um, I've loved every single one. This band's just great. I don't think they know how to write a bad song. I think they've been kind of coasting for a little while as a smaller band. I think now they're really putting forth an effort in order to make a splash and make a big name for themselves. And I am extremely excited to see the effort and what's kind of coming through from them. I think this album's going to make them blow up. No, 100%. Uh, for people that don't know this band, you probably haven't listened to the show before because I feel like we talk about them every, I mean, every time that they do anything, we are talking about them. Uh, Female fronted vocalist. I think she has a very cool, unique voice that I think makes them stand out a lot. I really, really enjoy this band. I believe Mike, your, the song they put out 
late last year. Yeah, Fake uh, Rich featuring Elijah Witt from Cane you, Hill. You were calling that like song of the year, if if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, pretty close. I was it was in my top five singles of the year, I think. And I mean, it's kind of easier to put out a single of the year towards the end of the year as well, because the way that I do it, like um if you put out a single and it ends up on your album later that year, it's not really a single, right? But um I think it's an absolutely amazing song. It's definitely going to be a standout song on this album. I think um, the Elijah Whit feature definitely helps with that because this is an, this is a band that relies very heavily on pop punk and kind of hip hop influences. And to kind of go out of your normal wheelhouse and have somebody who like does screaming and metalcore and so well, such as Elijah from Cane Hill as well, yeah. have him come in and really put his own flair and flavor on the song. I think it's something that's, I'm not going to say dangerous, but it's a little bit risky and you might miss with your fan base, but the context of the song, they absolutely nailed it. And I think it's going to fit perfectly in with the thematics of this record. I mean, Sad Looks Pretty On Me is the album title. A lot of the lyricism and things like, I've tried to be happy. Like This is just a feeling. This isn't exact lyrics, right? But yep. it's, the vibe that I get is like, I've tried to be really happy and I mean, sometimes that just doesn't look good on you for the place that you are in your life. And you need to go through these sad times. And I think this record is a lot about a lot of those sad times where you just don't feel like you can be happy. Absolutely, man. No, this is going to be very, it's a very exciting uh, record. They've released a lot of singles. So I think we can mm -hmm. get a feel for what this is going to be. Um, mm -hmm. But regardless it's just going to be really exciting to hear this put together uh Agreed. you know on a full length album and this yeah this people were you heard it here first you're going to start hearing about this band everywhere cuz i think they're going to be be absolutely massive mhm mm and i wouldn't be surprised to see this album uh around the top 10 on a bunch of people's album of the year lists come the end of the year especially if you're big pop punk fans uh, even if you're not, I think this album's going to impress you if you mainly listen to metalcore, if you don't even know why you're here, if you just listen to punk music. I think this record is going to have a little bit of something for everybody. There you go. That's Rivals at the number two slot. So um, we, uh, we're we getting into it. This has gone we actually are. a little more quickly than I thought. I thought we would be going like hours on um, on some of these releases, but we're we're mm -hmm. getting pretty concise with this, Mike. Oh, yeah. I think so too. So uh, I want to take a quick second just to remind you guys, rockabilia.com, they are the best in band merch. If you need it, if you crave it, if you want something like Mike's wearing, look at that era shirt. That's a pretty, pretty design. What's going on there? Is that a... So this is like the artwork from, well, it's not the exact artwork, but it's when they released the single between albums, Eye of God. And it's kind of got the artwork, but they made it like into a space theme and stuff like that. I don't know. It's super cool. I love it. Oh, I see. Those are legs sticking out. I thought it was an yeah, it's, I thought it was body. an alligator jumping out of a water. Uh, no, it, uh, it's a body. A yeah, I can see that now. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be okay. But uh, cool. yes, but head over to rockabilia.com and you can use promo code S-H-A-N-E, Shane, that's my name. That'll save you 10% off. They're already low prices and they're sweethearts and they got great customer service and tons of unique stuff that you can't get anywhere else. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into the number one record right now. Now. Are you ready? I'm pretty ready. Oh. 
Are you ready? Aye, aye, Captain. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if you can read Mike's shirt, uh, you know what's coming, and that is totally fine with me. But, Mike, you get to say the words. Number one, album of the week. Self-titled album by Era. Coming out of Birmingham, Alabama. I am so excited for this release. Shane, I'm going to let you talk about it, and I will fill in the gaps. <laughs> That's weird. Why would I talk? Like, this is your your shit. I don't want to take this from you. This is You've been waiting for this. Like, well, I mean, since the last one came out. Well, you love this band so much. Uh, I want to let you get a, a word two in, and a half. Right? Okay, Once I start okay. going, it's going to be a, be a little bit. Okay. So. All right. Well, let let me. Okay. I'll I will I will start this explanation. So Mike loves this band. I think this band is really really good too, and I think this band is heavily underrated. Um, I think they've always been making great music. And I just don't know why, but for some reason, they are always just a, like a little bit under getting to that place where we can see them play in a, a 1500 cap room with full production because that's, I think, where this record is going to take them. Um, all their albums are great. This is going to be number five, I believe, and their yep. first one in about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. The singles they've released are all great. Uh, five of them have come out, if I'm not mistaken, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean this this band is is on the cusp of being the the real who's who of the genre. That sounds good to me. Uh, let's move on to some honorable mentions. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I would love to talk about Era. Uh, Era is hands down one of my favorite bands, uh, top five at any given moment. Um, I absolutely love them. If you have never listened to Era. Um, I can recommend the album Drift. I think it's one of the best conceptual records to ever be put out. They are absolutely phenomenal. They have all the right stuff to write progressive metalcore. I don't think anybody is doing it better than them at the moment. All five singles that have come out off this album have been absolutely incredible. Uh, We started out with Snowblood, which is just absolute pure fury exactly what we expect from era it's just heavy it's riffy it's so much fun then we go to house of glass which Mm -hmm. is just another standout era track it's something you can expect on every single era release and it's just super heavy it's got an amazing chorus jesse cash and they've actually started including jt normally the screamer he's also started doing clean vocals as well both of their voices are phenomenal and they harmonize so well over Jesse's riffing in the choruses that it's just, it almost brings a man to tears. <laughs> next, next, we've got their single Divisionary, which is just absolutely incredible. It's a bit lighter of a song for them, which I really love. It's probably the catchiest of all the singles so far and probably my favorite just because of that fact. I mean, whenever I go for a run or bike ride, like, it's absolutely incredible, and it really pumps up the pace for that three and a half minutes. Up next, we have Scorpion Hymn, which is probably the heaviest song that Era has ever put out in their career. There's not even any clean vocals on it, which is extremely surprising, mm-hmm. but it just it's going to be the new Pit anthem for whatever show Era is playing. The Pit's not going to be more dangerous than that song. It's going to be 
absolute chaos and it's amazing. And then you have the last single that they put out last week, Shadow Autonomous, which is kind of a slow, long song for Eric. Yeah. It's like six minutes. It's five five and, minutes and 17 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like super, it's almost calming, I guess. Like I describe it like probably the closest they've gotten to being like Tool or like real prog on the record so far. But it's still absolutely amazing. And like if, if you had to tell me to pick a favorite single, I would say Divisionary. After yeah. that, I love all four equally. I think that this record is going to do a phenomenal job of making an album that each song can stand on its own and have its own distinct personality, but still coming together and forming something that is just an absolutely amazing concept all the way through. And I'm so happy when bands do this and they wait until they really get into their groove to make a self-titled album because this is kind of going to be defining. This is era. And I think that this album incorporates all of their past releases, all of their influences, everything that they've learned. And it's going to be their best album so far. I think I'm going to like it more than Drift. And anybody who knows me and knows how much I talk up that album and how much I've talked up that album for five, six years now knows how big that is. And I just, oh my God, I just love Era so much. Yeah, it, it is interesting what you bring up about this record being called a self-titled record. And mm-hmm. I'm always it's always interesting when a band does this, like the reasoning behind it. And it can be everything from we couldn't think of a cool album title. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this record is super phoned in and we kind of gave up on it creatively. Or it can mean... This is who we are. This is the defining yeah. album. You know, like I think of Metallica and the Black Album, which mm-hmm. people call it the Black Album because it's got a black cover, but that was the self-titled record, which yep. arguably, I mean, any newer Metallica fan would probably say it's it's their, their best album, certainly their most popular album. I know it's not their best album. Thank you. I think you're a Ride the Lightning guy, right? I'm a Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning guy. I think Kill 'Em All is the best album. Ride wow. the Lightning has the best song with Creepy. Kill 'Em All? Well, I, yeah. You don't hear that much. I'm a. I'd say Master of Puppets is hands down mm-hmm. my favorite. I do like a lot of songs off Ride the Lightning too, though. Um, uh, honestly, all four of the first albums are just incredible, and they are. I still very like, rarely match. I still like the Black Album. The Black Album was the first oh, one same. I ever heard. And actually, no, that's not true. I heard I heard Injustice for All one first, but right before the Black Album came out. Uh, I'm old, and um, but regardless, the uh, you know um, I don't know why we started talking about Metallica. Oh yeah, self-titled records. Yeah, they they can be. It will be interesting. Sometimes they do mm-hmm. mark a bit of a change in sound. Uh, doesn't seem like we're gonna get too much of that, but there are a few like like you brought up a few spots where you know they are um, progressing. Yeah, I mean. And it's progressing all kinds of different ways. Heavier, lighter. I mean, they're really exploring the range that they can as a band. And I think that that's something that's really important. I mean, especially without straying too far from their core, right? Like, yep. I, I just think this band can do no wrong. I, I know in my heart of hearts that this band can do no wrong. And if you are a fan of any metalcore and you haven't checked out Era, um, I think... At this point, there's been enough hype around them that you're doing yourself a disservice and it's time to listen to the album. Even if it's just this newest one and you don't want to go through the back catalog, they had a singer change after the second album. Um, If you just want to go back to Drift, if you want to listen to all of it, I honestly think that this is one of the most underrated bands in metalcore right now. 
if not the entire metal community and yeah they're about to blow up even bigger yep. i'm this band's great no they are uh you're right and and if even if you just look at the numbers of what these new singles are streaming i mean they're mm-hmm. these they're doing really well and once you have a whole album to talk about and this start this starts uh I don't know how how do kids share music these days? Mixtapes, uh, CDRs. Playlists, I don't know. <laughs> you know, once the word spreads uh, about this new record, it's it's just going to explode. And um, yeah, I'm excited for let's say a year from now. I'm calling it. Uh, Era mm-hmm. will be playing your local 1500 cat venue headlining. Hundred percent. One year. I agree now. with you as well, and I can't wait to come back in a year and. Be surprised that they're actually playing 2,000, 3,000 cap rooms. Well, that would be great, too. Hey. That, well, that's a long shot, but... Let's... I yeah. mean... I, I'm just managing my expectations. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see what we'll, well see what happens. There it is. Era in the number one slot. Uh, before we get into some honorable mentions, do you have a lot today, Mike? I have 22. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go real quick through those, I promise. Well... It is such a big week. And like we got to this point where I had 10 on my list and I was like, please stop. And they kept coming in as I was like seeing the news on Monday and Tuesday. And I'm like, please, I can't take any more. Era is coming out. I need to listen to all the good singles that come out too. And Era is going to make that real hard on me. Wow. All right. Well, let's, so, let's before we get to the 22 <laughs> uh, honor, uh, honorable mentions, let's recap the top five. Number five. Yes. Let's do it. Uh, so number five, we've got Serge Tonkin with his new album, Elasticity. Yes, the System of a Down frontman is back with another solo EP. And number four? Number four, we've got the new album, Solar Paroxysm by Mare Cognitum. Space if you metal. like very long songs uh, about space, you're going to love this record. Number three? going to love it. Number three, we've got the new album, Lost in the Waves. Great album title by Landmarks. Yes, grab a bottle of wine, a baguette, and sit back and enjoy this. Except you won't want to. You're going to want to spin kick in your living room. <laughs> Number two. Number two, we've got the new album, Sad Looks Pretty on Me by Rivals. That's right. You heard him here first. They're, they are going to be a massive band. Mark our words. And the number one album, of course. Era by Era. Album of the Year contender. I would be amazed if this isn't in my top three. I can't wait to hear this. I, I'm going to have a little date with myself on Friday. And I'm I am going to, to crank this up. In my car, driving probably mm-hmm. over the speed limit. I don't uh, listen for the first time in the car. I like to uh, sit down with my nice headphones and take some notes. That's cool. I'm a big car guy. Yeah. Big car music guy. There it is. The top five. Loving it. Uh, when's this out? Uh, J. Romofo asks. Everything we talked about is coming out on Friday with the exception of um, Mare Cognitum, which is already out. On YouTube. On YouTube. They did a a little debut today. So that's what we do. Everything is coming out Friday. If you're listening to this on the podcast, it's all out now. Go listen. We've got some great music. And uh, we have 22 honorable mentions. I... We hey, will get to after I fill my water bottle. Uh, yeah, yeah, you fill I your need, fill your water. I need bottle. a break after that era conversation. <laughs> I need some liquids in me. I can talk to the people. Uh, I can talk all day. Mike is a little fired up about this, huh? This is how um, this is how he gets about these these projects, and um, I do like that. Bring uh, between the Barrett and me is 
your date night this weekend? Oh, they're doing Twitch shows. That's cool. I love Between the Baron and Me. Some of my very old friends. In fact, I have an old... We talked about... I mentioned CDRs. I have an old Between the Baron and Me CDR demo that I got in like the year 2000 or maybe 2001. And... um we played a show one time here in in my now my now um, place of residence, Windsor, Ontario, with between the buried and me. The venue was called Abandoned Furniture Warehouse. It was not a clever name. It was literally an abandoned furniture warehouse that we played with between the buried and me. I want to say two thousand three uh, was was that. But um, you a fan of uh, between the buried and me, Mike? Love Between the Bear to Me. We talking about the live stream this weekend? Uh, yeah, uh, Jay Romofo was uh, was bringing it up, and I wasn't aware of uh, of a live stream. That's cool. Yeah, there's some other live stream this weekend. I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Hmm. I'll have to think about that. There, there's lots. There's lots, and and no, they're starting it was, to come up again. This was before, uh, I believe, before Silent Circus came out. Jay, I th- I think this was like still their self titled record that they put out on Life Force Records, I think out of Belgium or something. Um, they might have had... I don't think they were on Victory yet. Uh, if Silent Circus was the first record on... I think it was the first record on Victory. But it's hard to remember now, and they put out so many great records. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, you ready for this uh, honorable mention game? I am. Uh, I'm just going to start going, and you tell me when to stop. Yeah. Um, who knows what will happen we could be here for an hour we could be here for half an hour <laughs> i don't know which i'll try and go fast <laughs> uh so we've got a, a new single from while she sleeps featuring simon from biffy clyro sweet uh, simon just that. featured on architect so we know he can go heavy i'm really interested to see what direction they go I've i love while she sleeps sorry i have to talk about yeah. them i love them i love what they're doing especially on patreon they're like doing mm-hmm. all this crazy fucking cool behind the scenes shit on patreon so while she sleeps i'm a huge fan of everything they do this is really exciting yep same i absolutely love them uh we've got the i think last single before the album comes out from holding absence oh yeah which yeah, is great band. um another amazing band uh coming out with their sophomore record later in april i think this album is going to be great they're going to be huge i think oh yeah yeah I think they're going to fill the spot for architects. They're already huge in the heavier scene. They're already huge in the UK. It's just just going to happen everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've got the new single from Shane's favorite band, Breathe Carolina. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Uh, But no, they are putting out a new single. It's probably going to be more EDM. Uh, I'm really excited. I love Breathe Carolina. I just like, I like Kyle was my guy. I don't know what, I don't know how, I just really like Kyle. That's all. I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't have anything against them. Uh, We've got a new single, the first of their upcoming album that's coming out in June from the main. Oh, yeah. Great band. Fuck yeah. Great John's band. my boy. He was here a couple weeks back right here on Twitch. Mm-hmm. I love John from the main. Love the main. Love it. Good dude. Love them. We've got a new single from a band very similar to Era. Uh, this single is just going to be a standalone single. They don't know if it's going to be on the album yet or not, but a new single from Northlane. Talked about that yeah. at the end of the show last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny you mentioned that they're similar, um, you know, despite like one of the bands mm-hmm. being from Australia, the other being from Alabama. Yeah. Um, but, but like it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. They get 
lumped in together. Like even on Spotify, mm-hmm. if you go to the era Spotify page, the first sounds like is North Lane. Yeah, I mean so, they tour a lot together too. Yeah. Like they did the co headliner, which was great. Um overall just two great bands. Um, going the complete opposite direction. Well, not really, because it's still metalcore. We've got a new single from Attila. Oh, man. Fun band. Interesting. Can uh, be. Their new album's coming out the end of April. So Attila has a new album coming out in April. Okay. Yeah, they haven't officially announced it yet. I think they're doing so Friday with the new single, but they are a self-releasing band now, so yeah. these quick turnaround kind of things can happen. And I think with a band like Attila, uh, being... Very hot in the pan is good for them. Doing the less slow, or yeah, not doing a slow drawn release. Well, I mean, Franz, he's a friend of mine. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I love when I when I we're down in Florida. He always comes out to the shows. I always have a couple beers with him. The guy always mm-hmm. teaches me something new. He's very smart in the yeah. industry and he knows what's going on. And you can, it's a bit of a canary in a cold mine in the coal mine situation with Attila because they do seem to be ahead of things. Um, hey, mm-hmm. what other musicians on, on OnlyFans, right? True. Right? He's pretty much the only one. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, no, I, I'm uh, shout out to my boy Franz. Who knows? It could get real raunchy. Uh, it could get dialed back a notch. Who knows? We'll see. I kind of doubt it. But. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so another band, uh, very kind of prog metal or prog metal core. Um, they're kind of working on a deathcore EP right now, but Reflections is putting out a new song. Absolutely love these guys. Uh, we've got a new single from Genghis Tron, metalcore oh, yeah. and electronic band yeah. together. Back, back from a long hiatus, yep. I believe. This is the third single before their album next week. A little sneak peek. Um, we've got a new single from big friend of the show, Hail the Sun. Donovan, my boy. Such a good dude. We've got a new single from Honey, which is really fun, kind of uh, laid back pop punk, if almost indie. Um, they're a really good band. Uh, that just came out today. I really liked it. Okay. There's a new single from Catastro, which is kind of a, um, I don't know how to describe them. They're kind of like pop punk R&B. They're really cool, laid back, kind of like a ballyhoo almost, like surfer R&B, if you want to call it that. I don't know. They're fun. K- I really K- like them. Catastro? Yeah. K-A-T-A-S-T-R-O, oh. I think. I yeah, have K- never K-A-T-A-S-T-R-O. I have Tast- never heard of this band. So uh yeah. this is yeah, you got me you got me here. Oh, I see them. They, yeah, they have uh Yeah, they got some popularity. No, I have not yeah. heard of this band. I will have to check them out. I think you'll like them. We've got a new single from Bellhaven, B-E-L-L-E Haven. Uh, they're a s- real small band coming out of Australia writing post-hardcore metalcore that I have absolutely fallen in love with with these last singles. They're putting out an EP in April. We have a new single from Rise Against. Oh. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I looked up after that one. Yeah, I noticed. Um, huge band. Um, always interesting to see what they do at the scene, right? Of course. Um, I think I haven't been as big of a fan lately, but... They're kind of one of those bands that's so big that I always have to pay attention when they are doing something. Um, yeah, I mean, just because it's been a while since when was their last record come out? Um, a, a while ago, honestly. Mm-hmm. Looks like the last record was 2017. 
Wolves yeah. was the last one because they had the black market. They did like a reissue of it. Um, but mm-hmm. but no, I, I it's funny. I hear I feel like I always hear them on the radio, and then, and then I'm like, oh, they have a new single out because th- that's how big they are. Yeah. But yeah, man, like like you know the records they put out. Um, you know, suffer in the witness and and oh, classics, uh, revolutions per minute. Like those records are absolute classics now. So every time they put out something, you look up and and they've always got something to say. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. they're they're you know you brought up System of a Down as being a politically charged band. You could Rise argue Rise Against, Against is right up there with them. Um, obviously, uh, different sorts of politics sometimes, but but mm-hmm. very much so uh, still there. Yep. Um, so another band coming back with kind of a long-awaited triumphant return. Uh, not that long-awaited. They had a EP out in 2018. I am really excited for this new single from Born of Osiris. Oh yeah, it is like it is like a great week for metalcore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Born of Osiris, super technical, super heavy metalcore, almost deathcore. I mean, it's going to be great. They haven't ever disappointed me. I think this new song is going to be fun. Uh, new band yeah. from Rise Records, Duo Chapel. I am absolutely in love with this group. I think they are so fun and so happy, and you cannot be sad listening to this band. It is a certified fact. Uh, they are du- Duo awesome. Chapel. I don't know this band either. Oh, they're they're called Chapel. They're just a duo. Like there's two oh, members. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Duo Chapel. I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. No, ch- yeah, no Chapel. I've I have heard of this band. Yes. Yep. They're a lot of fun. They're putting out an EP in April. This is, I think there's going to be like one more song on the EP that hasn't been released when it actually comes out. But as always, I love those guys. They're so much fun. Uh, we've got a new single from Zayo. Nice. Which is out. I haven't heard it yet. I've heard it's really good. I've heard it sounds like Zayo. Well, they, I mean, they, if you don't know Zayo, they pretty much started it all. If you want to talk about mm-hmm. metalcore, they were like yep. the originators Back in like the fucking late '90s, they were doing mm-hmm. things that you know didn't get you know. If you want to talk about mainstream metalcore, they they were like we're doing that. We were doing that like five years ago, and now you're now it's big in you know the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, they were at one point very mil- like militant Christian uh, band. I'm not sure where they land now on all that, but I will be interested to hear their new music. Agreed. Uh, my document's loading. I forgot what's next. Go. Go. You mean you don't have all this memorized, Mike? Wow. No. All right. Uh, so next single we've got is a band that I found recently called Nerve, N-E-R-V. They are really Hmm. fun. They're kind of like that mix between metalcore, post-hardcore. Uh, very similar to like a Too Close to Touch bands like that. I think this band's a lot of fun. Very good. Cool. Um, I love the last two singles they put out, and I think they're putting out an album soon. I'm not sure when. Sorry. Uh, the next band that we've got is a band called Sleep Signals. They should be putting out a new single. Um, they've been around for a little while and just kind of haven't taken off. I think that they've always kind of been a fun band, and I can't wait to hear this new song. Uh, the next single that we have is from Kaylee Spivey. Uh, she is the lead singer of a band called Small Talks, if you are ever into that pop punk band. Uh, she's kind of gone on and she did all the writing anyways, I believe. And she's just kind of made it a solo project now and it's more pop. I think it's really fun kind of emo pop music. And uh, I think there's a lot of really empowering lyrics behind it. And I think it's good stuff. And nice. Check it out. 
Okay. Um, another metalcore band. We've got the new single from Victims, who is going to be putting out their fourth album sometime later this year. Uh, Victims likes to do this thing where they announce singles and then all of a sudden the album's here. I have no idea when the album's dropping. I just Ooh. know there's a single on Friday. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. VCTMS, no vowels, because they're cool like that. Yeah, there's probably a million bands called uh, Victims anyway. Oh, 100%. And then the last two that we've got... Uh, coming out of Europe, I forget where exactly, but there's this awesome electronic core band called One Morning Left. If you're a fan of E Call Boy, this band is right up that alley with okay. kind of like the super right. 80 influenced electronics and metalcore. And like on their last album, they had a recorder breakdown. Like this band is just sick. They're doing stupid stuff for the sake of doing stupid stuff. And I'm here for it. I love it. All right. And the last one that we got, uh, kind of two friends of the show. Um, is a band called Termina, some more metalcore. Uh, if you're aware of who Termina is, it is Nick Nocturnal of YouTube fame and Andy Sizik of Monuments. Yeah. Makari, everything fame, and is an yeah. absolute super group. And these guys are going to be able to put out another banger. Yeah. I mean, Andy Sizik, the guy's so, just so talented. Everything mm-hmm. he touches is, is amazing. And um, yeah, this, this should be really good. And I, I mean, it's one of these, these releases, like, you've got to kind of know about it because I, I feel like this stuff is just kind of under promoted. Like mm-hmm. they'll put 100%. it, they'll like put it out. It'll be like amazing, like blow people's minds. And then it's just like, okay, well we're on to like the next project. We're on to the next mm-hmm. thing. We've got a million things on the go, whatever. And then this, yeah. this stuff kind of falls by the wayside. And, and that's like why, that's why I love you, Mike, because you, you pick up on this stuff that like a lot of times just ends up kind of, you know, falling through the cracks because um, mm-hmm. everybody knows the architects and bring me the horizon records and we talk about them and they're always great but this stuff really needs this is to what i live for i mean yeah. i just love all music and i love showing people new bands and i think that both nick and andy are extremely term uh, extremely terminal that's the name of the band <laughs> extremely talented <laughs> and they are not terminal trust me they're just talented uh but um, when you put two guys like that together, like sometimes you can get kind of a crapshoot. Uh, sometimes something great happens, and I think that Terminal is absolutely awesome band. You should go check them out. I think for or sure. Termina, not Terminal. Termina. I, got it. Got it. Termina. Yes. And yeah, I can't. I can't put all twenty-two of these honorable mentions on the screen. I or we're not going to go through them again. No. I hope you were listening. Lots to check out. As you can always. go back and listen to the podcast on Friday. <laughs> yeah, yes, you can. Or rewind it right now if you're on the podcast side of things. Yeah. Mike, that's a good show. I think it was. I mean, we got a lot of information down in just about an hour. Uh, yeah, and if, if you're one of the people that actually can listen to all this shit in a week, that's amazing. Might Kudos be, to you. You're very similar to me. Might be. You, prob- you probably follow my playlist that just takes all the music from my list and publishes it everywhere. Yes, and I will um, shout out a little piece of news now. Ooh. This uh, this may be, well, when this is on the podcast side of things, this is going to be already be announced, I believe. But uh, Caleb Shomo of Beartooth <gasps> was hanging out on our, on the Silverstein channel uh, just on Monday. And he had a couple drinks in him, I think. But mm. he mentioned that he's coming on Twitch tomorrow at midnight. So Friday, uh, you know, 12.01 Friday a.m. to announce something. Interesting. So that could be 
something. I mean, Beartooth, they could be overdue for a single uh, at least, right? I mean, he's posted about it on his Instagram stories that Beartooth is coming very soon. Yep. So that's uh, oh. also something probably it could be coming out on it could be coming out on Friday for, or it could be announced it could be coming could. out who knows honestly i don't know if i knew i'd just tell you i, I mean, don't know i wish i don't know uh, see that's why or if I? silvertooth lived you would have told me but <laughs> oh no i see what you're trying to do mike i see what you're trying to do silvertooth will live yeah. silvertooth lives forever it will never die it never will but if you want to get the full list and see absolutely everything that comes out, we just kind of talked about the heavy hitters. That is an absolutely massive week. There is so much content that I don't even have time to talk about on this podcast. And it's just easier to put out on a full list and put into a playlist for you to follow. Uh, follow me at Slappy Slam on Instagram and you can see the full list. Everything. You can read it. You can see four fans of. So like, that's right. Oh, man, this band is a lot like novelists. I really like novelists. So I'm going to check them out. Cool. That's it's right. awesome. That's right. Mike will show you the world. There you Something go. like that. There that you was go. vibey. Wasn't that vibey? It was. The, the effects the effects only worked on uh on Twitch. So if you want it uh, <laughs> you're gonna get the raw unedited version on the podcast <laughs> with with no uh with no um uh echo and auto tune. <laughs> oh perfect. <laughs> That's the nice, way we do man. it. Nice, yes. Well, dude, we did it. Thank you. Killing it. Love it. Killing it. Got a huge week next week, too, with a lot of bands that I think are kind of cult hitters. Nice. Well, so, come back. Should Don't be fun. Miss it. Next week. Next week. Next week. Next week.